No more than about 60% of people who have CPAP use it long-term, and it has some significant side effects. It doesn't address the negative sequelae of sleep apnea. It only gives you a better night's sleep, that it doesn't necessarily reduce the risks of some sort of cardiac issue or stroke or things that go along with sleep apnea. It just merely gives you a better night's sleep. This, this, this is the Orthopreneur Show with Glenn Krieger, talking about the things you never learned in school, like marketing, management, and leadership. Hello there, Orthopreneurs. It's me, Dr. Glenn Krieger, here with another episode of your 5-Minute Friday. Now, many of you saw me on my Facebook post about three, four weeks ago, getting a sleep study done. And you may have asked, why is Glenn look like he's wired up to be fried? I looked like I was about to sit in the electric chair. And uh, I'm not kidding. I think I had some insane number of like 25 leads, if not more on me, nasal cannula. And let me tell you, it was not fun. But why did I do it? Well, I wanted to see what my patients go through when I send them for some sort of sleep disorder breathing analysis. And you know, I knew that I have a little bit of trouble sleeping. My wife tells me I've started snoring more in my late 40s, early 50s. Anybody who knows me knows I'm not short on energy, but I certainly started feeling it a little bit. How much of that is age, right? Getting older and how much of it is from lack of sleep. But what I did do was go through a study, see what it's like. And I'm very science-based. I am a strong opponent of anybody who says, I can fix all of your airway and sleep problems. I think it's BS. I think there's a lot of people out there selling appliances that have not one bit of scientific evidence behind them. And in my neighborhood, I have literally seen a $16,000 treatment plan from a non-specialist selling an appliance. And we've all seen these appliances and the side effects they have, dentally speaking. And so what I wanted to talk to you today a little bit was just about airway and sleep disordered breathing from a neutral perspective. I got nothing to try to talk you into here, if you will other than a really good course that I'm going to suggest. Now, I got my results back from my sleep study, and it says that I have a 14.6 AHI. My apnea hypopnea index is about 14 and change, which would still fall under almost moderate but mild sleep apnea. I am a class two compensated skeletal occlusion. And so what are some of my options? Well, I've sat with my surgeon, and we're going to talk about maybe you do a turbinate reduction, which I've had done before in my life. I don't have tonsils or adenoids that are in the way. So it really only leaves us with a couple, and I've had a septoplasty, by the way. So the only things that left are either expand my maxilla, which I could certainly use. I have a very high vaulted maxilla. Or we could talk about an advancement to the mandible. But in order to do that, if you were just to advance me, you'd put me in, you know, negative overjet. So we'd have to take out two lower teeth and decompensate me and then advance me. But what are the advantages of this? Like you might say, Glenn, dude, you're crazy. And don't think that thought hasn't crossed my mind as well. Here I am, I'm 54, led a reasonably successful, you know, productive life. I'm not low energy. I don't have high blood pressure. But on the other side of it, my wife says that I'm starting to snore a lot louder. I don't feel like I get a good night's sleep. I don't fall asleep very easily, but that could be a side effect of ADHD. And so these are the real problems we face when patients walk into our office. On one side, there's a surgical approach, which seems really, really aggressive. On the other side, there's doing nothing. And in between, we have things like CPAP, which again, we know that no more than about 60% of people who have CPAP use it long-term, and it has some significant side effects. There are some studies and literature out there that talk about the fact that it doesn't address the negative sequelae of sleep apnea. It only gives you a better night's sleep, that it doesn't necessarily reduce the risks of 
some sort of cardiac issue or stroke or things that go along with sleep apnea. It just merely gives you a better night's sleep. And so the question becomes, does sleep apnea surgery, does some sort of advancement or widening help with that? And again, the studies are equivocal, but again, going back to my case, I'm seriously considering, you know, getting two teeth taken out, getting decompensated and then getting an advancement. If it's going to help me sleep better, if it's going to help my wife, then certainly I'm in favor of it. And there's one more question to answer here, which relates to what about the individual who just snores? Now, there are some out there who would tell you that no such thing exists, that there's no such thing as a non-pathologic snorer, that if you snore, it is a function of some sort of sleep apnea problem. Well, I have to disagree. We have patients with sleep studies that did not show any sort of sleep disordered breathing issues related to apnea, other than something very, very minor, who snore like freight trains, who are not obese. I mean, again, you look at someone like me, I'm not, I don't look like your typical sleep apnea patient. You know, I'm, I'm well within what would be considered a normal weight range. And so for these people who just snore, what do you do? Well, there are procedures you can do. Uveloplasty is one of them. Uh, you'll have the worst sore throat of your, of your life for two weeks. But for every patient who's been through it, the snoring stopped. And so, you know, we have to sort of look at the continuum and say, if somebody just snores, what do we do? If you have a person like me who is functioning just fine in life, but bed partner says there's a problem and a sleep study shows there's an issue, what do you do? And, you know, I'm the toughest patient of all of them. Why? Because for the person who's just snoring, you've got your procedure. For the person who's not functioning appropriate life, they're falling asleep at the, at the wheel. Uh, they come home at night, sit down on the couch and pass out instantly. They can't focus at work. They're not doing well in school. Whatever it may be, that's an easy decision. But what about the tons of patients like myself who are mild, almost moderate sleep apnea, functioning just fine? I did desat down to about 90%, which if you know anything about you know the oxygen saturation curve, that's really bad. It means my pulse ox got down to 90 uh, at one point, and that's pretty low. Very short period of time, but that means that my blood oxygen was really low for a short period of time. So here you got somebody who's functioning just fine. Do you jump and do you not? Now, there's a bunch of you out there right now listening. They go, you're out of your mind, Glenn. I would never consider this not in a million years. Go get a CPAP. And then there's a whole bunch of you out there, many of you who've been through this surgery, um, who would say, you got to do this. It's going to change your life instantly. And so I'm sort of on the fence right now about where I want to go with it. I know I want to do it, but you know how hard it is to treat and plan yourself? <laughs> Have you ever tried to treat and plan yourself and you're not a class one crowded, right? It is not easy to make the emotional decisions on yourself. And that's why I'm going to engage, you know, my oral surgeon to really help me make this decision because I trust Steve Sherry a ton. But again, I just wanted to bring you up on this journey. And there's a great course coming up at Orthopreneurs University with Rebecca Bacow, who's orthoperio, double trained, University of Pennsylvania. And Dr. Mike Gunson, who you may have heard of, is one of the most famous oral surgeons in the United States, worked with Arnett. And the two of them have come together to give an Orthopreneurs University course that's going to teach you how does the face and head and neck grow? How does it grow to end up with situations kind of like me or a kid who has sleep disordered breathing or an adult who has an open anterior bite? What are the things that we think we know that we really don't know that are based on science? Right, we, we talk about a kid with an open bite and we say, oh, give him a tongue spur. Is that really the reason or is there something else going on here? So they're going to talk about ways to look at adults and kids who have sleep disordered breathing issues and to give you the origin of the growth, the facial development. How did they end up here? And if they're still growing, how can we still treat them? 
And if they're done growing, how can we treat them? So this is going to be an amazing course to help you better understand how to look at all of your patients to make better diagnoses in general. The nice bonus or side effect is you're going to get to see how to deal with the sleep disordered breathing population. And what does the science say about that? Not, not the kind of silliness that you see sometimes being bantered about online, but legitimate science. And again, I worked with Rebecca Bacow for a while in Seattle. We were side by side in clinic in my general dental practice. And I can tell you, this is somebody who really cares about truth, about science and about her patients. And of course, Dr. Gunson is one of the most respected people out there in the world of oral surgery. So sign up for the course. You don't have to be there that day. It's May 13th from nine to three central standard. But if you sign up, you get 90 days to watch it. And then you too can help diagnose me and tell me what to do. But again, I brought this up today because I wanted to share with you my journey. And should I decide to go through surgery, which I'm likely going to, I will document the journey all the way through so we can see how it goes. But assuming you don't face the same problem as I do, this is a great course for you to help you help with your patients. So just click the link, go to orthopreneurs.com. But I think if you're listening to this or watching this on podcast, you should be able to see a link somewhere. And if not, message me. I'll make sure you have a way of getting there. Wishing you all a great day. And uh, I hope you will learn a lot from my dysfunctional airway uh, journey. All right. So have a wonderful day. Take care and reach out to me with anything you ever need. My goal is to help you live the most profitable, low stress life you possibly can. Take care and have a good one. 